This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. We're at Loftus Road here. Final whistle's gone. You can hear the pig bag in the background. Not a good sound for the Beast fans. 1-0 up at half-time. We were looking like we were cruising. Malpay went off with a pretty nasty injury. And we ended up going 3-1 down. 10 minutes. Three goals in 10 minutes. The 50th, 55th and 50th, 60th minute QBR. Three goals. And we looked pretty rubbish in the second half, to be quite honest with you. We got back a second goal. But um, to be fair, we didn't look like we were going to get back into the game, did we? No, we'd uh, completely lost our shape second half without Mope up front. Uh, we pulled uh, Canos across into the middle and put uh, Judge up uh, on, the, on the wing. And that seemed to lose our shape. I mean, we were talking about it uh, you know, during the second half. Maybe we should have put Mark Condis straight on up front and keep our shape. But I know Q- QPR up front uh, looked pretty tasty. Their front four are quick, sharp, decisive. It took him about 10 minutes to score three goals and after that we were chasing it. Uh, disappointed, we did look uh, a bit ragged second half, came back into it a little bit more, but then uh, then, then we lose Ben Rama to another stretcher. So, you know, that just like, ended it for us, I felt. Yeah, I'm, I'm gutted, Bill. Um, I think, you know, we, I don't think we ever had control of the game, but certainly in the first half, I felt that, you know, we would come out um, in the second half, at least before the well, before the Mope injury, and um, and and we'd be more than competitive, and I and I thought we were going to win the game. Um, QPR, I mean, that's you know that's that's the best attacking performance we've seen from them since um, they got relegated, I suppose. But but you know we just lost our shape. I think Sav said that already. Um, we do have other options to play players out wide on the right. Um, Josh Clark caused chaos here a few years ago, playing out right on the right. I think, um, you know, we pushed Moses forward in the end. That was another option. But to bring Judge on and play him as a right winger, you know, I think we've all been saying it. It's nothing against Judgey, but his days as a right winger are gone. And when we don't play with pace, two players with pace out wide, we struggle because we don't have outlets. And, you know, we didn't lose the game because Malpe went off injured. We lost the game, I think, because we lost Canos playing out wide. Frustrating day today. We looked like half-time that we looked fairly comfortable, didn't you think? Yeah, I've got to say, fairly comfortable. Um, I've pretty much given up analysing football matches these days. We do look decent. It's just a spell. I, I don't really know what the fuck went on, to be honest, in those 10 minutes where we just... We got a, we got a very um, 
porous defence at times. We have spells where we can't keep the ball out of bloody net. That's essentially what happened. Pear-shaped. So, yeah, a lot of people talking about Malpe. Malpe went off today injured as well. We were a little bit worried for that about that, weren't we? Yeah, very, very worried. I just hope that he ain't out too long. Because like I was just saying, at the end of the day, we've come into the season with one striker. Surely the club realises he gets injured. We've got no one else. So you keep going on about Ollie Watkins. He has played a couple of times for us up front. He hasn't personally done the job. He's a better player out wide. He's never really played up front for Exeter. So I don't know why they keep saying he's, 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 he's our future striker. You know, it's, it's, it's not right. He should have had a backup striker. Um, the last one I thought they'd done all right was probably Romain Sawyers against Fulham last season, which was a joke when he went up front, but that's how bad it is. You've got Sawyers, he actually done a good job last season. But we need backup strikers in this team. There's no team at the top in this division that's only going into the season with one forward, one recognised striker. Not people that can play there, play there. actually recognised striker. We've got one on the books. Fours has come through the B side. Is he the answer? If we want promotion, you've got our own better than fours, I'm afraid. So, um, yeah, we just hope more being out for too long. So we're back in the, back in the pub. Up in, I think it's a, a bit of a Rangers pub. We're, it's a bit of an odd pub, actually. It's not much of a pub. But we're, we're here. We're, we're hiding from the rain. Um, it's, we're, kind of, we're, we're not licking our wounds as such because 3-2, I would say, is a lot better than 3-1, which it was looking like for a while and it looked like it could have been worse and no one really would have expected that at half-time, I'd say. I think um, more pay going off really, really did affect us. So, Robin... Uh, it's, it's something we're going to have to get, come to grips with. It's really, it's like how we, how we kind of um, put ourselves together after we, after we miss, miss more pays. We, we, we can't be a one-trick pony, surely? No, we can't be. I think it's a good time to have an international break and uh, have a bit of a rethink and a reset, shall we say. Um, I think it showed today, as soon as Malpe went off, we just looked a little bit clueless. Not clueless, let's say it. We j- the rhythm was disrupted. We didn't have an- enough flow to our attacking. Um, I thought Canos put himself about well up front, but didn't really hold the ball up or distribute the ball from a central striking role as good as Malpe did. Um, like I said, I think it's a good, a good opportunity for us to have a little reset. Um, I don't know what the extent of his injury is or how long he's going to be out. Hopefully it's just a couple of weeks. But yeah, I think it's a good opportunity for us so, to so make... So we're, we're hearing post-match, we're hearing that he's OK. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also hearing that Sai Ben Rama's rolled his ankle... I don't know whether there's any ligament damage or, or whatever. You know that, that it could be it could be worse. It could be easy, but it might be that two, a two-week break right now is exactly what we need. Exactly. Yeah, I think. Well, because that's two very very key attacking players, if you like, in um, Ben Rama and Malpe that got knocked today, and then there wasn't any Watkin, Ollie Watkins on the bench either to help out. So we're, we're looking we're looking a little bit ropey in that sort of area um, I think the players acquitted themselves well enough I just think the final product and the final pass and the zip to our game wasn't there today um, but I think there's a good opportunity for us to have a little rethink about what we've actually got in our squad what our players strengths are and how we approach um, each game day by day Coming out of Loftus Road you'd never want to come out losing we've, we've won a couple of times we've drawn a few times they probably they probably owed us a result I, I would say they weren't they weren't bad today we, we weren't great a draw was, I reckon was a, a fair result but you know what would you would you take out of the game today? Uh, I don't know I think like you say I think a draw is a fair result I couldn't see really where we were behind the goal seemed like two sloppy goals again for us and it just worries me that going forward I don't know getting two goals and 
yeah, three goals. I don't know. Going forward, it worries me. I think we need another striker. I don't know. It's one of them today, isn't it? I think I don't really normally get annoyed leaving grounds, but I think today we could have done a little bit more than what we had, I think, if I'm honest. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head there. When, you're, when we're such an attacking team, all our, that, a, whole, a whole style of play is about attacking, taking the game some. You can't only have one out-and-out striker if you're going to play that way. It seemed like we was left wanting a little bit. It seemed like we ran out of ideas a little bit. Tippy-tappy football, which is brilliant. I love to watch it week in, week out, but it seemed like, I don't know, for a derby game, I don't know, it just wasn't there for me today. So we got fortnight off. Obviously, we need to kind of, as I say, lick our wounds a little bit. Um, we've had a one-one victory um, in five now under Thomas Frank. Um, it's not a, it's not brilliant, you know. He's still coming over and he's still clapping. Um, what 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 do you what do you take from from this like this this last sequence of results? I, I don't know, honestly, Dave. I don't know our away performance. There 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 has to be a problem there. There has to be, and I know that we're unlucky sometimes. It's the odd goal here, there, Norwich, Malpe should have scored, didn't. We could have walked away from there for a draw. And we've done it before. We've done it all last season. we come away from Villa. We, we, we thought we should have got an, a draw. And we haven't. There, is a, there seems to be a problem with us away. Our home result is good, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, and, and I'll be honest, I don't even know really what I would change. I'm, I, I'm really not sure. But there's something lacking there. I don't know whether it's Smith. I don't know whether the players have bought into the effects. We're building this. We're going for a new ground, and then the, the head honcho's gone, so to say, and now he's not. Whether that's had an impact, the players looking around their shoulders thinking, well, if he's gone, well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Or it's a bad day in the office again. I honestly don't know. But today, for me, there was something lacking, and I never really thought we'd be getting back in that today. Honestly, I didn't. It's a bit, I mean, it's a bit bloody odd, isn't it? You know, you look at the, like, the, um, you know, the, the, the chances and, and the, you know, just the odds of not winning an away game we're we're by the time we come back from this international break we're t- we're looking mid-november from from the early early august to mid-november we haven't won an away game and that's that's a bit spooky it is and i, and I don't think it's um i don't think it's necessarily unlucky i think you can nick you cannot win away for a period of time and it's unlucky and you cannot put a ball in the back of the net and you'd come away it, it, it must run deeper than that and I don't know what it is young squad confidence honestly I don't know what it is I honestly don't I mean you, you go to more away games than me you, you're probably better educated than me to say I, I go away a fair bit and what I've seen I don't know and like I say sometimes you can come away from grounds and you think you're unlucky I wouldn't say we was unlucky today I'd probably echo your maybe a draw was okay but if you actually look at the chances did we do enough to nick a draw did we do enough to win I honestly don't think we did today and as much as it kills me to say it I honestly don't think we did and I think it is one of them first half won the lap didn't rate Rangers at all and I'm not saying it because it is QPR second half they were the better team they were the better team and I I struggle to see where things would change second half or where the results would come from and I didn't see it I didn't see it today and I don't know I don't know how to change it and I don't know where to change it but I think some things have got to change no, it's, just, it's a fair point, you know. It's like we, we look, we we did, we do look lost without Neil Morpé, and you know we, we we need to have more about our game and more about our uh, our setup. You know, I've, I've just said the point that when when you're when you're playing the way we do, and it's it's a really attack-minded, um, proactive, forward-looking team. 
you, you need more than one striker. You know, you, you can't you can't have it all revolving around one bloke because you know the, when that one bloke gets suspended as he has done, and when that one bloke gets injured as he did in the first half, we look we floundered. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it, that game could have done with the Watkins. Um, obviously, we've we've got Watkins there if we need it. Uh, but obviously it wasn't available but that's fine but I, I've, I've said all, all week just watching the, the stats that are coming through from the B team with, with young Joe Hardy that's now the leading scorer in the B team uh, come over from Man City Man City prospect and maybe somebody like him should have been on the bench this afternoon okay, okay. let me just stop you there why would you not put Joe Hardy on the bench today right, yeah I can't give you an answer I, I would have put him on the bench if you've got a, a young player in the B team who's scoring goals and you don't have a spare striker on the bench in the first team, I would have put him on the bench. Considering we put a young uh, Carroll on the bench, yeah, Kenny's Carroll on a bench last week, you, you know, there's definitely an opportunity yeah, no, there to because, put. Because right, look, you look, look back over the last, or, you know, the podcast and the, the the feature that we did on the B team, we we know that there there are non-negotiables. During the course of the season, there has to be X amount of B-team players that progress from the B-team into the first-team setup. With, so, with so, yeah, with minutes. So, Joe, Joe Hardy, as you say, I'm, you know, don't, don't get us wrong. You know, we, we had Marcus Force um, earlier on in the season. Injured. You know, let's, let's, let's not pin all our hopes on these players. No, it's absolutely. too much pressure. But, you know, as you say, he scored again during the week. He scored a couple the previous week. He seems to be in a in a in a goal scoring form. If you're, so, if you're a second striker, so sh- shove him on the bench. Have him on the bench. Surely. If your second striker's injured, or your winger that can play striker is injured, you'd have him on the bench as cover. See, uh, this is the thing. Like, so we have a we have a spare goalie just in case, and yeah. the, like it doesn't go right. But you, we haven't got a spare striker, and I, you know, and that's, that's not knocking. You know, yeah, of course we've got players, we've got Sawyer's, and we've got Canos that can go up and play that number nine role, yeah. but. You want someone who feels confident. I, I, I genuinely just think after today that um, QPR probably deserved it. We, we For the first 20 minutes, they were better than us. But then we came into the game, we got our goal, and we are on top. We were playing really nice football. Second half, we came out, and it just we weren't at the races after the second half. They got three quick goals, and, uh, and we, we didn't really have a huge amount in us to come back at it and we were making sloppy mistakes and it was it looked a bit disorganised and you know even if you are bringing a beating player up to fill that gap you know is that going to make us more organised probably not uh, so I, I think there's a bit of reshuffling to do uh, I think the international windows come just at the right time I think we need to uh, Put, put the coats on and get get undercover and, and, and bring ourselves back together again. So there you go. We've 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 uh, we've slunk out of Loftus Road. We've uh, we've put our wet tails between our legs and come and drowned our sorrows. Um, we've got the besotted Monday Monday night show on uh, Love Sport. Um, that's between nine and ten. So go and come and check us out. We'll reconvene, I'm sure, on Wednesday night for a Thursday morning podcast. Um, God knows where quite yet, but we've got a, we've got a fortnight off. So, yeah, we didn't really want to sign off with a defeat. We'll have to. Um, we've got a man up. We've got, to, we've got to get on with it. So uh, I think uh, what you've heard over the last half an hour tonight is some pretty uh, honest and some insightful thoughts on that. And I, I think I'll sign off by saying, and it, and it pains me to say it, well done, QPR. You probably deserved it, really. You owe us one a bit. I, I don't think Brentford, um, I, don't think, I don't think we did ourselves justice today. Um, I, I hope for better. I predicted that we were going to win 3-1. We didn't. Um, 3-2 is a lot, lot better than 3-1.
but hey ho, we 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 regroup, we go again. Come on, you bees. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.